Hey everyone, and welcome to yet another exciting episode of the Pop Rewind Podcast, brought to you by none other than, believe it or not, poprewine.com. I'm Lee. And I'm Linz. And we are going to be your nostalgic tour guides on this journey through time. And space. No, not space. Oh? No, we're actually going to be in the same locations. We're just going to talk about the past. Well, why don't you let the listeners know what we'll be talking about this time? Well, this time, we'll be talking about dead beverages that have been resurrected. Ooh, dead, spooky. So this is going to be another spooky episode of the Popperland Podcast. I mean, some of these beverages are kind of spooky. Hey, Lee, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, well, you know, I've got me a clear beverage here in a glass bottle. What are you having over there? I also have a clear beverage in a glass bottle. What do you have? I have Orchard Peach, clearly Canadian. Well, yes, you clearly are Canadian, but what are you drinking? <laughs> it's a sparkling water beverage with all natural ingredients. And what's the name of it? Clearly Canadian. Yes, I gathered that, but who's on first? <laughs> <laughs> and what is your beverage? Uh, I'm drinking the one and only alcoholic beverage that begins with the Z, and I think you know what syllable comes after that. Zinfandel. Nailed it! I'm just going to go with Ma. Oh, oh, Zima. Zima. Okay, yeah. Um, no, this isn't your first rodeo. This is not your first Zima. Well, to some degree it is and it isn't. So I've had this sitting... Uh, around since the weekend, and you told me not to drink it until I popped it open in the show. So here we go. All right. With the beer bottle opener you got me that is looks a lot cooler than it is in design. <laughs> yeah, I can hear you struggling with that. Oh. Oh God, this stuff reeks. <laughs> wow, we got some first impressions here, guys. It it smells like. I just opened, like, a middle school uh, backpack that I have left my gym clothes in for the last 20 years. Oh. <laughs> and they were fermenting under my old bed at my mom's house. Wait, did they accidentally give you the original Zima? <laughs> it smells bad. Uh, should I try this? Yeah, you, you, well, you have to try it plain first, and then we'll get into it. Okay, okay. So, just to set the backstory, for those of you who are of a certain age, you may remember Zima as being an alcoholic beverage advertised on TV around the time Crystal Pepsi came out. So, not only was it already, like, kind of ridiculous that we had Crystal Pepsi, but now the adults were getting in on it with some kind of clear beer. Or we we didn't know we were like eight or whatever when this this ad ran. Like it, was, it was supposed to be like a beer alternative or beer something. Beer alternative. So basically, we always knew it was something that you made fun of, like oh, you drink Zima, <laughs> you like Zima, but we were always too young to have it. So uh, thanks to the magical powers that be, Zima is now word on the street is for the summer back on the market, and. Uh, so now we're, we're of age and can try this, so I'm going to. But before I do, I must say that this is actually going to be my second Zima. I had a Zima 
uh, in 2016 when I took a trip to Japan to ride the Back to the Future ride. Uh, yeah, that's true. Japan doesn't discontinue things. They just let Back to the Future rides and Zimas go forever. So, but upon opening your Japanese Zima, did it have such a strong odor? I don't recall opening my Zima in Japan and having it smell like wet fermenting socks from the 90s. Mm. Uh, well, bottoms up. The taste of that one, from what I recall, uh, was kind of like cotton candy. So let's see how this one tastes. Godspeed. Not that I'm drinking on the show. Kids, don't drink. It's bad for you. Drinking's cool. No, totally drink. You also shouldn't smoke. Well, I guess Lindsay agrees with that one. Yeah, no, I can't disagree. <laughs> All right, here we go. In 2017, I am taking my first taste of Zima in North America. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so we do this podcast over Google Hangout so we can see each other. And I'm kind of wishing we did a video <laughs> podcast because that face was priceless. It wasn't even in my mouth before you started laughing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. Okay, so I haven't even had a sip to get it down under the label on the bottleneck of this thing. And it's so rank. Oh. So it's, I think it's supposed to be a citrus beverage, right? It says refreshing citrus beverage, but uh, I would describe it as a beverage. Okay, that's generous. Um, it's like... <laughs> see, when, when I see a cooler beverage that's clear like that with a citru citrus label on it, I assume it would be like Schmirnoff Ice. You would think it'd be actually a good yeah. digestible beverage. Uh, this is really more like fermented socks in my backpack for 20 years. I can't get past well, that. But like, smells like it, tastes like it. I got to say, the one I had in Japan, uh, maybe I was just in a better mood that day or something, but uh, it was definitely way better than this. I think maybe it's time to take your Zima to the next level. I need to have Zima in India. I, I meant drop a Jolly Rancher in it. Oh. Which, you know, I was questioning that before because I've never heard of dropping candy into your alcoholic sodas. Uh, but now, after seeing your face trying to drink it, I understand why people did this. Why don't you explain this while I pick out a flavor here? Yeah, I, I didn't know it was a thing. I'm sure everyone listening visits DinosaurDracula.com. He did a review of the Zima, uh, had a, a much more pleasant experience than Lee just had. But he would take fruit roll-ups and put it in his... Zima when he was, you know, coming of age and drinking it. Wait, he he's that much older that. than we are? Or was he just drinking I old Zima? He might have been drinking old Zima. I, Knowing I don't that really know. guy, he was old Zima. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was still around when we were of age to drink, but we knew not to drink it. But yeah, and he mentioned, I believe in the article, or I saw on Instagram, other people putting Jolly Ranchers in their Zima. Huh. Yeah. And I think now we know why. The guy at the liquor store told me about that, too. All right. So here we go. <laughs> I have a cherry. <laughs> the only one I have is a cherry cinnamon. Uh, I don't think drink. this is going to make it any better. Let's see. Is it going to fizz? 
Oh my gosh, it's like doing the Dr. Pepper thing where it's gonna go flying. That wasn't Dr. Pepper's Diet Coke. Instantly, the flavor has improved. Even with the cinnamon? Instantly, this beverage has improved. In fact, it's improved so much, I'm gonna go ahead and add a watermelon one to it as well. Don't go overboard. It looks, with these... This clear liquid and the two red dots at the bottom of it, it looks like the plutonium chamber from Back to the Future. I feel like I should be in the Devo suit and be like, all right, Marty, everything's lead line now. <laughs> in fact, not only did Cherry improve Zima, but Watermelon improved Zima as well. So much that I'm going to add Blue Raspberry Sriracha. Ew, what? That's what the label says. So we're going to have blueberry sriracha in this SEMA. Here goes plutonium number three. This is really exciting for our listeners. So you're listening to an audio podcast, uh, audio only. And uh, Lindsay's been doing a good job describing this. Now, I'll tell you, the cherry habanero, the watermelon cayenne... And the blueberry sriracha all really brought something to life with this Zima. Lindy, would you do me the honor of narrating the next event uh, like a Nickelodeon game show host? Da 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 da! Yeah, he's gonna drop in a green apple butthole flavored Jolly Rancher. All right, here we go. Will he make it? And. Oh, that was oh. that was one too many. Oh. That was no, nope. nope, no good, no good. I, I, you had me until we threw green apple ginger in there. So what happens if you're drunk off Zima and you still have four Jolly Ranchers at the bottom? Will they just come out after your last sip and crack all your teeth? We'll find out by the end of this poprewine.com podcast. To segue out of it, that was our opening segment for the Pop Rewind podcast. Uh, Lindsay's drinking Clearly Canadian. I'm having some uh, Zima. And actually, you know, funny stories about that Clearly Canadian you're drinking there. Uh, first off, you look like you enjoy it a lot more than I like the Zima. You know, well, I wrote a, a review about all four flavors they brought back on poprewind.com. So you can go there for the full story. Uh, but no, it's it's pretty smooth. I find it more carbonated than I remembered. Now, Lee, you tried Clearly Canadian. Yeah, I actually found Clearly Canadian in stores before you did. We'll get to that in a moment, but did you find it overly carbonated? Uh, I don't recall at all. I had mine, you know, like seven months ago. I know you just got your shipment oh this week. Yeah, that's the thing. So Clearly Canadian has been back for a little bit now. They were crowdfunding so they could bring Clearly Canadian back to supermarkets. I supported them back in 2015 and... <laughs> Who kickstarted you know, water? It's... <laughs> Again, I supported in 2015. We got this great idea that didn't sell back in the 90s. We found some old stock. Let's see if anybody will buy it. No kidding. I supported it back in 2015, and it finally just showed up last week, which is very irritating. And Lee had found it in stores, what, like in January? In 2016. I want to remind you that. Was it 2016 yes, you found it? it was last fall. No, it wasn't. Was it really? I don't know. 
Oh no! I found it a long before angry, you know a patriotic backer like you did. Even after I got the shipment and I posted online, people were like, "Oh my gosh, it's clearly Canadians back." They had no idea. So I think I did some good. I think but by the time you got it, it was already back and gone again. <laughs> that might be the case. <laughs> I don't know that the store I bought it at is still carrying it. I brought some over to my friend Heather's house yesterday, and she said the orchard peach was exactly how she remembered it. She would have liked and she that let stuff. Her, <laughs> she let her two little girls, she's got a four-year-old and a two-year-old, she let them try a sip, and they loved it. They were asking for more. It was cute. I want to say I actually emailed Clearly Canadian at one point in the early 2000s. I think I found out that it was the same company that made that old drinks Orbits, you know, like the lava. Oh, it is the lava lamp drink. Yes, and uh, I think I emailed them and was like, "Hey, you're gonna bring Orbits back, or what happened? To it can I find it? Whatever." Uh, I remember it was using Netscape. I specifically remember this was a Netscape question, so that dates it. And they wrote back and said, "No, because." Uh, People weren't sure if they should swallow or chew or avoid the little balls in orbits. Interesting. Yeah. Which is fair because as a kid, I bought orbits and couldn't decide if I wanted to swallow or chew or avoid the balls in orbits. My cousin Matt uh, still has a bottle of orbits on a shelf and those balls have been floating for like 20 years. All right, you got to take this to the next level. All right, you know what else hit hard fast? What? Ecto cooler. Oh my gosh. Did, do you know what ecto cooler is? Do I need to explain this to you, listener? Yeah, you, right right there. No, I don't think I do, but I'm going to. Ecto cooler. Uh no, Linz, please chime in if if you if you have more to describe here. Uh it was a beverage. Ecto Cooler, as we all know, was the real Ghostbusters-inspired beverage from High Sea. It featured Slime on the box. It did, and Lee kind of got a little bit obsessed with its return last year. Yeah, when Ecto Cooler came back to promote the new Ghostbusters Answer the Call movie, uh, I was excited. I, I was thrilled that Ecto Cooler was coming back, which is weird because I didn't really like it as a kid. I would just get it in my lunchbox because my mom would say, oh, it's got Slimer on it. Boom, let's buy this. I actually didn't like the stuff. Uh, but when it came back, I had a little and it tasted amazing. And so I bought every box I could find. And when I say box, I mean crates. And when I say crates... I mean, I went to Big Lots and bought the entire aisle of Ecto Cooler filling up my shopping cart with this stuff because I went on <laughs> discount day and it was already discounted. And so I think I got it for like six cents a can or something. And I literally wheeled a shopping cart full of Ecto Cooler cans to the checkout. The lady gave me a priceless look. You had, I think, 70 some cans of Ecto Cooler and that's the only thing he had in his shopping cart. <laughs> That's all I bought. I think I might have bought some gummy bears, too. Well, now that you have a giant Y2K bunker filled with Ecto Cooler, are you still enjoying it on the daily? Uh, so I was drinking maybe, I don't know, two or three Ecto Coolers a day. I also stocked up on the juice box version. And uh, I needed to cut back. That was I think that was getting a little excessive. And so I haven't had it in a, in a while. And... Uh, I had a, a can that had rolled under the seat in my car, and I was really thirsty, and I found it. And I was like, well, 
tasted awful. I opened it, and it smelled like gym socks that had been in my middle school backpack for 20 years. Wait, wait, better or worse than that Zima before Jolly Ranchers? It was bad. And Yikes. So I didn't finish it, and I felt like I wasted a can of Ecto Cooler of the of the of what they call the nectar of the gods. I had a can again about a week later, and it still tasted off to me. So I'm a little worried that I have about a hundred servings of expired Ecto Cooler in my Y2K bunker right now. Are people still buying it off eBay? Could you unload some of it, like to people who wouldn't mind that it's rank? really want to sell somebody expired beverage well i mean collectors might want it for the can or juice box you want one of the cans oh god no well, there you go yeah last year was really big for the return of dead beverages because we also got crystal pepsi back and what was up with that like everybody wanted pepsi perfect in 2015 pepsi totally dropped the ball on that one like a chance to sell millions of bottles for charity or something and instead, they're like, uh, okay, how about Crystal Pepsi? And then everybody's like, cricket, cricket. I think people enjoyed the Crystal Pepsi at first. I don't know if anyone went back for seconds. I also have in my cabinet several bottles of expired Crystal Pepsi. Wait, from this round or the previous one? In 2003, I called the Pepsi hotline and... The person on the phone says, yeah, welcome to Pepsi. How may I help you? And I said, if I were to hypothetically buy an old bottle of Crystal Pepsi off eBay, what would be the consequences of me drinking this? And the lady at Pepsi said, I do not recommend you drink an old bottle of Crystal Pepsi you bought off eBay. Wise words. And I've lived by that advice ever since the rest of my life never once did i end up having expired crystal pepsi off ebay yeah crystal pepsi it wasn't great but i didn't i haven't had pepsi in a couple of years so maybe it was me uh, i did prefer the crystal pepsi slurpee that we got here in canada now that actually sounds pretty interesting i didn't see that anywhere in the states I'm not sure if it ended up making its way over there. That's the weird thing about Crystal Pepsi. We actually got it in Canada first, which never happens. No. Yeah, I, it was kind of fun to have Crystal Pepsi back. I think it may have had a few different runs in the States because after I thought it was kind of cleared out of stores, then I started seeing like marketing displays for it again at kind of a different genre of stores. So Yeah, I'd there seemed to be a second wave on Instagram as well because it was, you know, as soon as it came out... I was seeing a ton of posts and then it just nothing for a month or two. And then all of a sudden, again, everyone's posting like, hey, Crystal Pepsi's back. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. And I think that's what happened because I went from seeing it in grocery stores. Then I was seeing it in gas stations. So it's you know kind of a different mm -hmm. different market, I would say. So I know we've talked about Clearly Canadian, one of the original sparkling water beverages. There's another one on our list here that is a sparkling water beverage. Original New York Seltzer. Yeah. Which I was not familiar with when it first came out. And I... I to this day, don't really know all that much about it. Uh, so interesting uh, thing about the original New York seltzer is originally I did not know about it either. But one day, original New York seltzer tweeted us about it. And then another day tweeted us about it again. And finally, 
they really let us know that this beverage was going to be making a comeback. And I'm like, I'm cool with that. We're into trivia, pop culture. Uh, if you're listening, original New York seltzer, I still want a hat. But that said, I ended up getting some of the root beer flavor, and it was actually pretty good. It was uh, it was like root beer flavored water with a little sugar in it. It seemed like they had a lot of cool flavors. Yeah, some really wild stuff. I think there was a raspberry one. I believe there's a blueberry one, which I am into. Yeah. This is not sponsored by Original New York Seltzer, but we're open to that. Wink. You know, I should have left the Clearly Canadian downstairs and actually brought up the pop shop. But I did not. The pop shop was around from 1969 to 1993, and then again from 2004 till now. But the availability wasn't like it used to be. When I was growing up in the 80s and 90s, the pop shop would have a retail store. And they sold pop in these glass bottles. And you would go there, pick out your pop, and they'd give them to you in these plastic crates. (laughs) Is this a Canadian thing? And we would go... Yeah, and we would go every weekend. We would get our pop in the uh, we would get our pop in the glass bottles in our crates, and we'd bring back our empties. And I would get to pick out a bag of Hostess chips. It was delicious. The grape ones. I said delicious, not horrific. <laughs> not tragic. <laughs> but the pop shop is I mean, you can still get it here and there, but not very often. But they made two alcoholic beverages, which I have in my fridge. I haven't tried them yet. I should have done it tonight while you were getting hopped up on your Zima and Jolly Ranchers. But they have hard cream soda and hard lime ricky. And lime ricky was one of my favorites. So I know in Canada, there's essentially like one place to buy alcohol. And it's called the beer store. Was this the only place you could buy soda? <laughs> we have we have the LCBO, the Liquor Control Board of Ontario, and the beer store, and like some little wine thing. But so again, uh, no, you, could, you only have one place to buy alcohol. <laughs> so you could get pop anywhere, but this was just uh, it was just a store of pop that you could go into and pick out what you wanted. They had crazy flavors. I used to love the black cherry. And you have to keep in mind, this is a time where there weren't really options for pop. Like you got Coke or Pepsi, like cream soda. There wasn't anything special. And what year was this? I was going in the late 80s, early 90s. Okay, that's fair. I think Cherry Coke showed up in the States in the 80s. Yeah, well, this was Black Cherry. So pretty much a really sweet version of the Black Cherry Kool-Aid. Speaking of Kool-Aid, they brought a bunch of those flavors back a few years ago. And I also have a hundred packs of that still in my cabinet. What? When doomsday happens, I will not be thirsty. Unless you run out of water. Crap. I'll just mix it with Zima because I'm not drinking the other five bottles. They brought back Chuckleberry Finn, Pink Swimingo, Rockadile Red, Purplesaurus Rex, and Great Blue Dini. Now let me stop you there. One of those is missing. I know. I'm very I'm still broken up about it. They never brought back. The only mascot flavor they did not bring back was Incrediberry. Incrediberry was the coolest. But Grey Bludini was the best. Let's not kid ourselves. I uh, gotta go Pink Swamingo. Well, you know, as disappointed as I was that they didn't bring back Incrediberry, I was thrilled that Surge came back, and I still liked it. Hey, here's a segue. What's Citra? Oh, yeah, Citra. That's the next thing I have on the list under Surge. Uh... Citra was kind of this follow-up beverage to Surge, and I guess it was kind of grapefruity, and I thought it was gone, but a few years ago, 
I found, I think it was Grapefruit Fanta, and it was exactly Citra. I was thrilled. I bought a case of it and a couple more cases of it, and they're in my cabinet right now. Is your Zima completely a different color now? So the Z- or am I just seeing the candies? No, the Zima has mutated to some... It looks a lot nastier on the webcam than it looks in oh. person. It looks like yeah. sludgy toilet water on the webcam. No. It- Guys, if you're going to drop candy in your Zima, just stick to one color. Don't mix like leak. It, <laughs> it looks like you're drinking from a sewer. Which is funny, because in person, it looks like this nice, pretty pink color. Like, you know, those... There's like real sugary wines. Wasn't there another drink around the time of Citra that Coke had out? It was called Fruit Something. Fruitopia? That was it. Yeah, I loved Fruitopia at first because it came in glass bottles. I remember that, yeah. It was like those Gatorade bottles you'd take on the soccer field and be like, well, broken glass, that'll never be a problem on a soccer field. So while Fruitopia is not available in the glass bottles anymore, you can still buy Fruitopia in Canada. Wait, what? It never went away? No, we still have Fruitopia here. Oh my gosh, Canada might as well be Japan. Why didn't they get a Back to the Future ride? So you can get Fruitopia at McDonald's and Fountain Pot Machines. <laughs> Their Fruitopia Orange Groove is actually our orange drink. Wait, your McDonald's have Fruitopia? Yeah. That's amazing. I like the orange drink is Fruitopia. But is it just the same orange drink we have here and it's branded as Fruitopia? Yeah, it's all owned by Coke, right? Yeah, yeah. And you can get it in... But still, you cartons. can go to a store and say, I want Fruitopia. Oh, yeah, yeah uh, you get them in like six packs. I think they've got taller cans of Fruitopia as well. Cartons and the frozen oh, concentrate. Gosh. What have I been doing with my life? I don't know. I went to my parents' house, uh, I think a couple months ago, and they had Fruitopia in cans. Mom's like, yeah, your dad loves that stuff. What? Yeah, it was weird. Your dad's hooked like, Why drinking Fruitopia? Yeah. It doesn't seem like a dad beverage. No, you have like the dadliest dad ever. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm, I'm picturing like, you know, a dad on a classic TV sitcom, like sitting down and popping a can of Fruitopia and that's your dad drinking Fruitopia. Yeah. That's kind of amazing. With his mustache and his plaid shirt. It's yeah. having a Fruitopia, having a taupe. But another thing we have here that you guys apparently don't have over there or just have in very limited supply is Five Alive. Yeah, we had that like uh, when microwavable french fries were first a thing. All right. Around Sonic 2, I would say. Okay, okay. Yeah, they were, we usually see them in juice boxes and kids' lunches. I was never a fan of them, but I guess you can get them in cartons, frozen concentrate, and cans as well here. And you can get them in some places in the U.S., but it's not widely available. That's so wild. I mean, you're not missing anything. It was not good. <laughs> Apparently not. Jeez. Uh, I remember Five Alive, and I thought it was like a belated short circuit promotion tie-in. I think you need to make that graphic happen, just like Johnny Five sipping a juice box. Can you imagine Johnny Five in the commercials for jo- Five Alive? Like... You just see this robot hand reach for a glass of orange juice, and then it like the camera follows it up right before he's going to drink it, right? So you never see how a robot drinks orange juice. And it's Johnny Five, and he's like, Five alive! Oh and that's God. it. That's the whole ad right there. You, don't, you put the damn robot in there. Kids will drink anything. Too bad you can't drink that Dr. Pepper gum they brought back. 
I guess if you bite it open and squirt it into your mouth, well, it doesn't have the juice anymore. It's just like the flavor. Of oh. it. It's not even the same texture. Oh, yeah. What else should make a comeback? I know there's Orbit. Yes, Orbits definitely need to come back. Um, another one high up on my list is Josta. I love Josta. Wasn't that the one that was supposed to get you aroused? There was some ingredient. I, I don't remember what the berry name was, but it was some exotic ingredient that is related to arousal somehow. I don't know. But we never had it in Canada, and my best friend was in Michigan on vacation, and I just I begged her to bring me back a case. So being a good friend, she actually did. And we tried it and it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and I did not take the Josta home with me. I just left it at her house. So another product by Coke, of course, that needs to come back somehow is New Coke or Coke 2. Oh, yes. So obviously I wouldn't, you know, really remember New Coke, but I did have Coke 2. How was it? It was good. Did you find Coke 2 tasted more like Pepsi? It was definitely a sweeter taste. I only ever had it once, and it was at the Coca-Cola Museum in Atlanta, uh, the previous location of it. And you would put your sample cup up to the fountain, and a stream of cola would shoot across the room. It was like a light show. It was so amazing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and then it goes in your cup. So... Are you telling me that that was not going to be the best cup of soda I had in my life? Yeah. Amazing. So if they just poured it out of a two liter? That would have been like... Like a normal person? I'd been like, what is this? Expired Pepsi? Hey, remember that time you were obsessed with DNL? <laughs> Are you sure I wasn't <laughs> obsessed with 7-Up and you were just reading my text messages upside down? I had a pretty old phone. It's possible. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was a Sega Pico, not a phone. Oh, no, that was my laptop. <laughs> DNL was seven up, but turned upside down and it didn't last very long. So I want to back up on that one. I remember you found out about DNL before I did. And this was like, oh, no, what, like 2002 <laughs> or something. It was pretty early in the 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember you messaged me and you were totally obsessed with this stuff. You're like, oh, my God. <laughs> Seven up, but upside down. You're making it. You got, you got to try it. And I imagine that was kind of how it went down when your friend brought you some Josta back from the state. <laughs> That's pretty much it. I went because the same thing happened. Like I went to the Josta website. I was like, oh, my God. And then I went to the DNL website and I can still see it. Oh, my and gosh. It, the it neon just... green with the spinning <laughs> bottle. <laughs> it was like it, it was, was like Web 1.5. It was hilarious. Oh, yeah. And I totally got obsessed with it. And I, again, I think it's another one of those things that we just didn't have here. So I had to butter up someone and I still have not tried DNL. Well, thanks to you, I tried DNL and I got like a 12 pack of it because that's all I could find. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't like it, but inevitably I drank all 12, got hooked on it and got more. It, I remember it I, feeling like I was drinking a soda version of laundry detergent. <laughs> I heard it was kind of a, a bootleg Mountain Dew. Yeah, it was more like if you poured a lot of flat 7-Up into a Mountain Dew Surge type, that was DNL. So, uh, I, you know, I looked up for this episode Jolt, and I think you did too, and I was not really able to define if it still exists or not. 
Yeah, it was really unclear. Um, so it's not available in Canada, but Jolt is available in glass bottles on the West Coast. And other than that, it's sold as Jolt Energy. So but it's kind of still here? I, sort of. If you find it, I mean, probably don't drink it, but... It's fun to see, I guess. Yeah, about as fun to see as that old Lifesavers soda. Did you ever try that one? Yeah, it was like flat Fanta. Yum. Yeah. What about Squeeze It or Mondo or anything like that? Squeeze It was huge on the playground. They had the faces on the bottle. Yes. My grade school was just completely littered with the little twist-off cap part of it. I used to choke on those. (laughs) I like how nostalgic about that. I almost died from those. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, because I used to, I didn't like to twist them off. I would like to bite them off like, ah, like, like. Oh no. And, and, You're going to ruin your teeth. Yeah, well, hence why I had braces. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember they had the, the color changing squeeze it where you dropped a pellet in it. And one time I ate the pellet and my whole mouth changed colors. <laughs> So that worked. Oh my God. There's also mis- you can't be left unsupervised. Oh my God. I remember Pepsi Blue tasted like, you know, those blue shark gummy fruit. Okay. It was like a beverage version of those. See, when I had it, I still don't know what it was supposed to taste like, but it just tasted like butter to me. <laughs> what? It tasted like butter. Uh, there's another soda. Uh, there's some organic soda that makes that flavor for me i don't remember what the brand is but i know what you mean it just i don't know what no one else tasted butter we bought a bottle and just you know we were teenagers so we just kind of passed it around and everyone tried it and i i don't know it tasted like butter Maybe the guy in front of you spit in it no i was first i'm going to share beverages with someone that's gross okay so we're on the same page there a lot of people are nostalgic for pepsi blue and i don't really get that because i remember having it once or twice and thinking ew and ew I mean, it's not like a lot of stuff that have come back were that great. Pepsi Blue would definitely be at, like the bottom of that list. I mean, people are nostalgic for Zima, even though everyone hated it, and you almost barfed on this podcast. So I'm glad you brought the Zima up. So I'm kind of down to the last little bit of it in the bottle here. Um, the Jolly Ranchers still remain. The liquid looks... How would you describe that? Um, I think murky. Murky. So, let me... Uh, Don't choke on the candy. Last little bit. It definitely tasted like Jolly Rancher. And not in a good way. Remember Good Cherry 7-Up? There used to be Cherry 7-Up popsicles. What? Yeah, when I was a kid, I used to get popsicles that were Seven Up. They were there were four flavors in the box. There were Seven Up, Diet Seven Up, Cherry Seven Up, and Diet Cherry Seven Up. And why would you want Diet Seven Up popsicles? I, it was a thing. Uh, okay, but they didn't sell Cherry Seven Up in our market, so this was the only way I could get Cherry Seven Up. It was amazing. Hey, weren't there some Mario Brother colas? Yes, and for the one Josh listening to the show, I know you have a collection of these. Please bring we them have to two my Josh's house. that listen. <laughs> oh, you're right. Ah. So Ooh. not you, Josh, the other Josh. Okay, thanks for clearing that up. Thanks, Josh. I think before we kind of wrap up this discussion on beverages that have come back, obscure beverages, beverages we don't really want back, uh, 
This one falls kind of in that category of both obscure and beverage we don't really want back. So at Epcot, the amusement park in Florida, there is a Coca-Cola exhibit where you can sample flavors they make around the world. And it's not like you're just trying like different regions of Coke or something. It's like weird, obscure sodas you've never heard of. And one of them is called Beverly. Just like an old lady name? I was thinking Leah Thompson's character in Howard the Duck, but whatever suits you. If you look around, you will find like a lot of fan t-shirts and things that say Brave the Beverly. It is quite the challenge to behold. I went there, I braved the Beverly. Any of you listening who have also braved it know exactly what I'm talking about. Here, let me hand you this Zima to wash it out of your mouth. What's so bad about Beverly? Go to Epcot and you will understand. So what does it taste like? So when it rains in Florida, which is like every day, it's got to get all collected into some kind of sewer system. (laughs) That tastes better. Beverly. Let's just leave it that way. Got any polls for us today? You know, I keep going back to that Zima of yours. And I'm just I'm so perplexed that people would think to put candy in it, but I kind of understand now, but I still... uh, Guys, do you put candy in your Zima or other coolers? Is this really a thing? Am I missing something? Let us know. Like, Team Lens, if you don't put candy in your coolers... Can I go back to being Team Lens? Because this was not a good outcome. I think it got better for you at first, though. At first, it was an improvement. Now I just really want to brush my teeth. (laughs) Just, you know what? Maybe we won't have a team this time, but let us know. I'm really curious. Do you dump candy in your alcohol? Do you have any recommendations for us this episode? Yeah, uh, in terms of recommendations, I would just like everybody to know that the Game Boy Camera is a fine, low-resolution, low-pixel-count image-capturing device. What about you? You got any recommendations? You know what? My beverage didn't turn out that terrible. Um, In terms of waiting two years for Clearly Canadian, do not recommend, but I do recommend giving it a go. Uh, You can get it at World Market in the U.S. I'm not really sure what that is, but Neither if there's one near you, maybe hit that up. I think you might be able to get this in Costco in Canada. Can I just come to your house? But yeah, I've still got three cases. Mm, let me know when you're out of them. Then maybe I'll come over. <laughs> hey, I got some Zima. Yeah, this is not enticing. This Zima's going in the cabinet with Crystal Pepsi Blue Dini. Your Y2K bunker's getting real depressing. Yeah, it's not even, there's no food in it either. Like, if Y2K does end up happening, I'm screwed. I'm just going to be having, like, a nice little sugar rush for my final days on Earth. Do you hear Atari's making a new console? Why is everything coming back? <laughs> does anybody want Atari to make a new console? Like, we're kind of... Is it- is it going to be a new new console? Because I got the impression it's going to be like the NES Classic, but with Atari games. Oh, I'm pretty sure my local gas station has been selling that already for 10 years. Yeah, you can go to the thrift store and buy a joystick that has all the games on it. But I don't know. That's just kind of what it feels like it's going to be. Um, I don't know. I, don't, I, I kind of got the impression I mean, maybe it's going to be a new system. Because I saw something say it was going to be 
a competitor to Xbox and Sony, and that may have just been a misleading article. I don't think Atari can beat the the wonderful system of the Jaguar. So I don't know if it's going to be a new console. Because how do you how do you talk? Maybe that? they're just bringing back the Jaguar. I mean, Dreamcast kind of comes and goes in favor every few years. No, I. Dreamcast is a good system, by the way. For all those other Joshes listening, Dreamcast is a good system. You know what's not great? No. Bubsy is also back. And I believe that's all the time we have for this episode of the <laughs> Pop Rewind podcast. Brought to you Did by PopRewind.com. No, I'm completely ignoring the fact that la la la, this game is making any kind of comeback. <laughs> I am not giving it any satisfaction whatsoever. My wife credits Bubsy as the absolute worst video game she's ever played and says the talking in Bubsy is what ruined video games for years to come. I would agree with her. I'd rather play a Boogerman sequel. Let's leave it at that. What could possibly go wrong? Uh-oh, I died! <laughs> hey, you gotta click continue! So between the Atari box and Bubsy, I don't know. I, I think the next wave of stuff coming back is just going to be a, a complete cluster F. Well, I need to go uh, get some Beverly to wash the taste of this episode out of my mouth. While I do that, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find us online? And you can find us online at Pop Rewind or at Pop Rewind Online. And we're on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Snapchat sometimes, Google+, YouTube, probably other places I'm forgetting. And, of course, at PopRewind.com. PopRewind.com, of course. The number one website, or the number five website, as rated by Johnny Five in Unknown Magazine. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I've been Linz. And I've been Lee. Bye. Bye. Pop. Rewind. Rewind. Com. Com.